Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to... A Date with a Bake. 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 With sometimes Jake. Jake is not with us for this first episode, but he will be joining us for episode three. Get better soon, Jake. He had one of the scary breakthrough cases of the Delta virus. So everyone send good thoughts to Jake, and we want him to be better soon and be back with us for our next episode. Get well soon, Jake. We're happy you're on the mend. And we are doing this because... Back by popular demand. It means so much that you guys drove me crazy every day on social media. Multiple times a day, dozens of people. Thank you. It meant a lot. Even if I was like, we're trying. We legitimately have been trying. We've been trying. Our schedules are really busy and we didn't want to promise something and not deliver on it. So that's why I kept being like, maybe keep your fingers crossed. I can try to have different ways to say it. Well, it's hard because it's not just like a one-off thing, right? So if we commit to something like this, we know we're committing to it for many weeks. And so it's just kind of like, okay, do we want, you know? And so it's nothing about, we want to give it to you guys. It It was honestly about timing and schedule and things, jobs, things like that. So we really appreciate that you like it. And thank you for being so patient. Thank you. We are going to do it a little differently than last season. We're going to do less beat-by-beat recaps and more of just our general favorite moments, I think. Yeah. So we're basically going to go on the premise that everyone who is listening to this episode has watched the show. Yeah. And if you haven't watched the show, you're probably still going to be able to kind of figure out what's going on, but definitely not as much as the previous seasons. It's just a lot more fun to talk about our favorite things that happen on the assumption that you guys know who we're talking about and are yeah. watching along with us. We're we're giving our commentary watching along with you. Yeah. And also follow us on Instagram, a date with the bake, because I'll put up photos of the contestants so that you can at least see who we're talking about if you're not watching. But you should really watch. Oh, yeah. It's and this episode's show. a little bit different because we're going to be combining episode one and two. And before we do anything, we're going to introduce you to the bakers. So we are going to yes. go through the bakers right now and talk about who they are, what we know of them so far, where they're from, all that good stuff. Yeah. This is season nine on US Netflix, but in England, it's season 12 or 13. Yeah. Something like that. So because we're off here. But on Netflix, you're watching series nine. Of the Great British Baking Show, even though we call it the Great British Bake Off. We're going to refer to it as the Bake Off. That's just, that's what it used, that's what it's called over there. If you want to know why, um, check out our last season. Check out our previous two seasons where we go into great detail about that. The hosts of Series 9 are the hosts that we had of Series 8, which are Paul Hollywood, Prue Noel Fielding, and Matt Lucas, who are not bakers. Our only bakers are Prue and Paul Hollywood, very famous, Matt Lucas, and Noel Fielding, who are famous comedians. Um, we miss Sandy. Sandy I was miss, from our first season. I miss Mel and Sue. I can't even speak of them because it hurts. I get, Literally, I cannot speak of Mel and Sue, even though I'm doing it right now. It's because I miss them so much. They have a show on Peacock that I haven't even watched. It's the two of them, and it's funny. And I haven't even watched it because it hurts too badly. Yeah, the pain. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, they were our. Oh God, I love them. They were our. Yeah, and then Sandy. I miss Sandy too. They were great. Matt and Noel are fine. I love Noel. 
Matt is growing on me a lot, but still, I love Noel. Matt's being a little weird this season, which is good. He's letting his weird come out a little bit, which is kind of what he does best. He kind of, he has that very specific British odd humor. Yeah. And I think the more he lets that out, the more fun he's going to be. And it's coming already. I see it. Yeah. Okay. Already, I'm liking him better this season than last season. Oh, you loved him last season. You just love I, him. I love him, period. Yeah. I've always liked Matt Lucas. Yeah, I think Jake and I were more lukewarm about him. We were a little underbaked about him. There you go. I have seen so much stuff with him in it that I was thrilled when I found right. out it was just someone I knew and someone I already right. liked. I still don't know if he's a good fit for the show. Yeah. Question mark? I don't know. Yeah. So on to our 12 bakers. So our okay. first person that we focus on is Christelle. She is beautiful, funny. She is East Indian. She's going to be using a lot of chai flavors to represent her culture and her family. She is a, she's 20s or 30s. She's like our, you know, there's always like one woman that's like so perfect that you're kind of just like, oh, you're so perfect. And you're good at baking and you're funny. But she's not because we find out very quickly that she is a straight up messy baker. Like she maybe is. one of the worst we've seen. There was a scene in this that's shocking in this yeah. first episode. That kind of made me smile. I wish Jake was here because he would say messy baker. Yeah. Messy baker. <laughs> messy baker. From but last she, year. She does look fully put together on the outside. So I kind of love that she's yeah. scatterbrained enough to be messy in her kitchen. It's great. Yeah. And awesome. she actually is very funny. And actually, almost everybody seems to, like they have a really good sense of humor. They always cast people with a good sense of humor. There's a couple people who I don't think get the jokes that much, but um, we'll get to them. Yeah. Speaking of, Jürgen. Jürgen is a delight, but I don't think he has any idea what Matt and Noel are saying to him when they're making jokes. But it's pretty funny. He's like middle age. Know. He works in IT. But then I think we find out later he has um, a, a master's degree in physics. We do. Yes. He's like a genius. Yes. And he works at a standing desk in his B-roll, which I thought that's good for the abs. Uh, he plays trombone with his family and he has a pet rabbit, Humphrey, who is allowed to apparently roam around the living room and just poop everywhere. What I would guess is that maybe he's, there are certain rabbits I think you can train. I'm guessing really? he's trained to go in a box. Jürgen is German and Matt comes over and sings the Flintstones to him in German and it goes on way too long and he does all the verses and it, Jürgen is not that into it and it's actually seems to just be distracting the other contestants. The only part of it that I loved was Wilhelmina at the end. I died. <laughs> I died of Wilhelmina. I felt that's like that funny. was worth it. And I that's felt like funny. that's why Matt sang the whole song was because just, he was trying yeah. to get to just that last. Because I chortled. Yeah. Yeah. But Jürgen uh, seems to not be like, I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to focus. Yeah. Uh, Tom is uh, 30s. He's, he's super nerdy in a good way. I mean, I think all nerds are nerds in a good way. Uh, except maybe Steven from 90 Day Fiance. Uh, Tom runs a model train business because yeah. of course he does. Because it fits perfectly. And he also loves classical music. And we are going to find out that he doesn't really follow directions. <laughs> so he doesn't adhere quite to the themes. But I, he means really well. Yeah. 
poor Tom. So Amanda, huge oh fan of Amanda. Yeah. Wild swimming enthusiast, which is a, a thing, I guess, in England where you swim in the wild. But there were buoys. So it was like a channel. She's swimming the channel. She's swimming the channel, mm-hmm. but it looked kind of gross and mossy green. But still, it was still very pretty. And she's a detective. And OMG, this is finally the Dateline crossover we've been waiting for. Her, her B-roll is swimming. If we don't get B-roll of her solving a murder soon, I'm going to be very upset. At least her going into the station. That's all I want. <laughs> yes. Maybe in the running... A report in uniform or maybe putting down an evidence card next to some eggs that have spilled on the floor. Maybe she could put some crime scene tape up around oh, that. That'd be funny. But I want the full Happy Valley uniform. You know what I'm yeah. talking about, yes. right? Oh, I want the I entire do. thing. Yes. Yeah. With 100%. The okay. Yeah. Great. It, I want her to stay on the show until we get that B-roll. I just, I need it to happen. Or maybe yeah. there'll be a murder in the tent and there'll be like Midsummer murders. And... Bake Off combined. I feel like this entire cast, because again, they're in a bubble because of coronavirus. Mm -hmm. The entire set of bakers really seem to like each other. Yeah. They really seem to have clicked in their bubble. Um, I don't see any murders coming. No, this show is unlike American shows where they actually literally would stab you in the back and say, I didn't come here to make friends. They are there to make friends. Yeah. And to bake. But Lifelong baking friends. might be secondary to making yep. friends. Yep. Pretty much. I would say Next so. is Roshika. 30s. She's works in HR. Her dad is health conscious, so she's using spelt flour in the first episode. I was a little concerned that we might have another super healthy baker again. We or do. like Peter, who was only gluten free. We've got one. It's just not her. We oh, We have a vegan. Yeah. What's spelt flour? Spelt is like a grain. Okay. So it's like a rye flour, like barley flour. It's like oat flour. It's just an alternate flour. We learned very little about Rashika. We probably learned, yeah. I would say, the. there's a few people we really mm-hmm. don't hear a lot about, which makes mm-hmm. me think they're going to stick around because I'm like, we're not learning enough about them yet for them to leave. So you think it's the opposite of what, my intuition says, oh, we're not hearing a lot about them. They're going to leave soon. But it's actually the opposite. I think that they're nice enough there to give them a little bit of time. A little Spelt bit Spelt of- is um, hold wheat. Hold hmm. Whole wheat. Whole wheat. Hold. H-U-L-L-E-D. I don't know what that is. That's okay. Okay. So, yeah, we don't know much about Rashika. Next is Maggie, who's my best friend. Maggie's amazing. Maggie is a 60-year baker. She is a retired midwife who lives in Dorset. Of course. She is a sports fanatic, and we see her right away playing tennis and mm-hmm. like basically saying the British version of, I'm too old for this. It's adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is immediately compared with Pro from yeah. the jump. They say, yeah. oh, you're separated at birth. She smiles so big that it it makes it's that kind of thing where your face does what her face is doing. Does that make sense? Like when you're watching her, kind of like that voice thing when somebody has yeah. a different pitched voice or an accent. Yeah, um, the Madonna. Yeah, kind of like makes me raise my eyebrows and my cheekbones and like kind of <laughs> it, it. She's she constantly smiles, but I was also very concerned that someone who constantly smiles 
what can happen is when they get sad, they also smile. And then it's almost oh, it's sadder. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? My and heart I, hurts. I saw that coming with her and I got very nervous. I also saw that coming with Tom. So made me nervous for both of them because they were both smile talkers. And I was like, oh, no. Um, but Maggie seems like she is going to be the one to beat. From, I would say, the first minute we meet her because yeah. of how much experience she has. She's also going for a difficult batter off the bat. She's doing mm-hmm. a meringue-based batter, no flour, mm-hmm. for the first signature bake, which we'll get to. But it's like she's jumping into the deep end. Yeah. And they keep saying you're Prue's doppelganger. Except Prue wears colorful statement jewelry and glasses, which is really Prue's entire personality. So Maggie, thus, is essentially nothing like Prue. Because she doesn't Prue, have those. Prue with the volume turned down. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. I like it. Um, uh, and then we find out in the second episode that Pru- that Maggie um, travels in a camper bus. So We do find that out, yeah. I am obsessed. She's living my dream. She is. Why don't you go ahead and talk about Freya? Freya is Freya. Freya. Freya? Freya. I wrote down Freya, and I spelled it out. I did phonetic and I did F-R-A-Y, Freya. She's only 19, so she's the young youngling of the group. She has like kind of quirky and messy hair. Mm-hmm. Katie's blinking a lot, and so I feel like she doesn't like her. Um, she's making something vegan with aquafaba, which I just know what I... What I is that? Do you know what, what that... I w- was hoping you knew because you sometimes toy with veganism no yeah no uh and she's practiced her first dish 25 times so she might be an overachiever and she's a psychology student she's vegan she's wearing a macrame vest brightly colored flowered and mom jeans mom light denim mom yeah. cut yeah. um she's stylish uh she's normcore yeah um is that what that's then, yeah yeah she's from scarborough and we find out in the second episode that um She's got a horse. So that she, there's that. She does have a horse named Winnie. Yeah. Cool. Moving Katie's on. Katie's just super jealous, I think, is what's happening. No, I'm having a hard time with the way that she speaks. I didn't even notice. Cappuccino. I'll do oh, it for yeah. you in a minute. There's a couple of lines that you hear real clear on. <laughs> I can't kind of get my arms around her. I'm sure I will. It's I not because I'm jealous. I think she's nice. Maybe there's one shot where she kind of half smiles at someone when she gets compared to them. And I thought oh, she maybe is nice. She in episode two, she does something incredibly, incredibly nice. Yes, I, you're right. She I does. I do think she's nice. It, it might just be the vocal fry. And that was. Yeah, just, that, that could I be think enough. That is you know such what? a pet enough. peeve of mine that I can't. And especially because of the way the British accent is. And I love all forms of it. And we yeah. have some amazing accents in this episode. Jurgen alone mm-hmm. is like. A gem. So to hear it, it's just like I can hear that on every American show. Yeah. <laughs> That's not why I, I watch you. this. I don't well, watch this for that. I understand. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, George. George. Oh my gosh, George. George is George the first like thing we see of George is he's like, Oh, but my oven door's open. And he like forgets <laughs> to close his oven door. Um He's super high strung, which I completely relate to. And so yeah. I immediately, I will say that George is in my top three. I, I love George. So he works with carers and adults with disabilities. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty impressive job. So again, my heart goes out. Uh, he makes Greek Cypri- 
Cypriot Cypriot recipes. Um, so he's from Cyprus, right? Yeah. So he's originally from Cyprus. Um, but now he lives in North London. He has two kids and an adorable white little dog named Very Eli. Cute. What is that dog? I don't know. That's a good dog. It looks like a mi- small Eskimo dog. I would like that dog for you. He was yes, a good-sized little dog. He wasn't like yeah. quite so small, but he wasn't even as big as a medium. He was somewhere mm-hmm. small-medium range. Yeah. Okay, just a side note. I was a fan. Did you have feelings about George? I think he's a hot mess. In a oh. good way. In a fun way. I'll, I enjoy watching him. I don't that think my- he's going to go very far, though. I don't, and I'm sad about it, but I do yeah. really enjoy him because you can tell he really loves being there and so wants to do well. So yeah. I just, I relate to him completely. And then next up is Lizzie. Yeah. Okay. So Lizzie, Lizzie has these like kind of wild red orange hair, rock sprockets, buns, like ponytails. Like Princess Leia, but like orange. But they look like they're clipped in. Yeah, but I don't think they are. But it she looks has her like hair it could different, be, right? And, yeah, like, yeah. It looks like it could be for sure. Because they're different than the rest of her hair color. It's just these yeah, two red sure. orange, like curly mops on the side yeah. of her head. Yeah. Um, she's really fun. She's has a thick Liverpudlian accent. She's from Liverpool. She has a dog named Prudence, which I'm guessing is for Prue. Uh-huh. And not only that, so she's a bake off, she's a super fan. Who yes. made it onto the show because her yes. mixing bowl is covered with pictures of the judges, yeah. including Paul Hollywood with a six pack that yep. says, What does it say? Mr. Hollywood wants a handshake. It's something ridiculous. It's like this <laughs> sticker. But she's very loud. She's getting a lot of screen time because she's very fun to watch. She's a very like extreme dresser, a lot like Noel. They're wearing basically inverted <laughs> opposites of each other's the outfits. Same pattern. It's crazy. She's wearing a pink dress with black smiley faces. He's wearing a black sweater with pink smiley faces. Like big ones. Big ones. Ones that are as big as your hand. Um, It was hilarious. And so they are immediately getting along. And not only that, she is wearing these bunny shoes in the first episode that have little ears on the front and tails on the back. And I think I've owned those shoes. I think you have, actually. I think I have. I like like an animal shoe. And then we find out that... Prue, Prudence, her dog, is a, quote, social media star. Now, I could not see how many likes the picture was shown It didn't show. So I will be finding Prue, the dog. I I was hoping that you would do that for me. I needed to know. Did I miss anything on Lizzie? No. All right. Next up, we have Chiggs. He's also high strung. I do like him as well. There's a lot of high strung people, yeah. He is. He's great. He has been baking only 12 months. So he's our like new to the baking Quarantine baker. He started in quarantine and he got on Bake Off. While the rest of you losers were making sourdough starters and burning things, he was getting on Bake Off in quarantine. That's incredible. learning how to cure jams or whatever. Um, He seems to be, oh, he's 40. Yeah. I was going to say he seems to be in his 30s, but he's 40. He's a telephone sales manager from Leicester. He is shown rock climbing in his at-home shots. Um, So he's also apparently got into rock climbing during quarantine. And he's, he's pretty handsome. I would say he might be, sometimes they put in some handsome gentlemen. Mm -hmm. He's mm-hmm. a he's a good looking guy. Yeah. 
Um, Doesn't Matt say he looks kind of like Andy Garcia? He does. He calls him a young Robert De Niro, young Andy Garcia, and then a young Peter Andre, to which he's like, you can't tell if he's offended. But um, he also looks nothing like Peter Andre. Do you know who Peter Andre is? Who's Peter Andre? Look him up. Okay. Um, Okay, next up, we've got Giuseppe. So Giuseppe is our, I don't want to say that they're foreign. He's Italian. Yes. These are two people that he sounds, Jurgen sounds German and Giuseppe sounds Italian. Yeah. So, and they're both excellent bakers right off the bat. Yep. Giuseppe turns out comes from a family of chefs. We find that out in episode two, which becomes important. He's an engineer in Bristol, which immediately, the minute they said engineer, I was like, okay, so his stuff's going to be beautiful. Because generally, if you've got somebody that's like physics, math, engineering, they're good Mm -hmm. at the design. Mm-hmm. And he has three sons that they show several times. Where's the mom? What's happening? Is he raising those three children with super Italian names all on his own? I didn't even write down the name. It was like Armani. It was the, the names no, were so Italian. I wrote it down in the um, next episode. Flavio. Like yeah, they were incredibly <laughs> super Italian. Super Italian names. Yeah. He also has um, the hair is like slick, oh. long gray hair, mm-hmm. slicked back on top, like gelled. And almost like he has an invisible headband on because then the back part is all crimped and curly, like scrunched, like you put in gel and scrunched it. He has with the mini spiral curls, spiral yeah. curls, but with like an invisible headband. Or he's maybe great. he's wearing a headband. I don't know. He, he's super he's very likable. And he's a little bit older. He's one of our older bakers. I would guess he's like maybe 50. Yeah, um, but still he's he has big daddy energy. A little bit, if someone is into Italian guys. I kind of want to set him up if he's single with Amanda. How about Big Baker Energy? Big Baker Energy. We I do like to play Love Connection. And maybe if he is single, he could get together with Amanda. Because we find out Amanda is a single mom of a teenage daughter. That's true. Who she tries to teach to bake and doesn't give an F. No, absolutely Whatever. Not. <laughs> doesn't I love care. that. Can't get mad at that. Um, and then we have, I'm going to try to get this right, Jerzino. Jers- yep. mm-hmm. So Jerzino is from Trinidad, and he is currently living in South London with his partner, Graham. We find out almost nothing about him besides he has a greyhound named Maxie. And at one point they say he likes to read, likes to kick his feet up and read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a tiny quick shot of him dancing while he was baking in his home shot for like 0.2 seconds. It's nothing. We see and it's yeah. We don't know anything about him. No. And I think he might be our only gay baker? Yes. Okay. That we know of. Yes. That we know of right now, but good for uh good for bake off again. Yeah, no, they're always very inclusive. They do a pretty good job. I would say of all the competition shows, Bake Off is better than any. But I think they should keep going because they're setting the bar. Yeah, keep going. They're doing great. But I'm happy that they let in. I think that probably in the past, I I can count on one hand how many bakers we've had that do not have a British accent, you know, that are not British. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's great to have Jurgen and Giuseppe are important. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Okay, first episode, Cake Week. Uh, Just want to say straight off the bat, the berry is still missing from the opening shot. We need Amanda on the case to solve the missing berry. We see you, Bake Off. We're still upset. 
We know that you're not fixing it to mess with us. Very cheeky, England, Bake or whoever's in charge of. I still haven't seen it. I still don't know exactly it, where I the don't know how you missing. don't see it because it's so. People talk about it all the time. I'm there not are looking memes. For it. They're, I'm not looking for it. It's just missing. And then they even had Paul in new promo shots holding a cake and people were sending it to me like, look at Paul holding the cake. It's the new promo shot. Still the berries missing. I love it. They do, it's they're a doing it on giant middle now. finger. It's a giant lady finger, middle lady, lady finger, finger cookie to us all. So I guess then that leads directly into um, usually they'll have a big show opener in these and then a big finale opener for Bake Off. Um, I have no words. Was this a big lady finger to the United States of America? I have to feel like it was because I, I do kind of feel like it was. I literally, I wrote achy breaky heart. I have no words. I wrote achy heartbreaker because my heart was broken when I saw it because I didn't understand what the correlation was unless they're like. Just the, that the lyrics they kept singing were don't burn your tart. Or something. My achy, Your breaky, achy tart. breaky tart. Was this just because Paul Hollywood th- looks kind of like kind Billy of Ray like Cyrus in that wig? I think it was just an, an excuse for them to wear mullets. And, or maybe some executive at Channel 4 was like, how can we bring in more American viewers? What do Americans love? They love Billy Ray Cyrus. Perfect. See, I think that this is somebody telling Paul Hollywood that he kind of looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. And he insisted. Like, this happening last year in the bubble and them right. all sitting around. And just like when you're at camp and something sounds like a great idea, or if you ever <laughs> spend 24 hours with me and I come up with a business idea yeah. and yeah. then I think it's like the best idea. This is what that feels like. Yeah. Yeah. And so then they just went for it. But once not- they're all in costume, I feel like they all had second thoughts because none of them are putting 110% no into it. No one's committed. No one. Not Noel, not Matt. You can no see the wheels in, Ma- in like Noel's head turning, going, why am I doing this? Because normally they can pull off stuff like that. They did a Wizard of Oz one where he was dressed as Dorothy. It was adorable. It was, it was adorable. Great. For some reason, this is-, this is not funny. And I don't know why it's not funny, but it's it's painfully not funny. The only thing that it kind of, the, the only person that like kind of does a good job, which tells you how bad it is, is Paul Hollywood. Yeah. So I'm, uh, let's just pretend like it didn't. And then they start doing line dancing yeah. and crew is totally off on the choreography. But it's like one, it's maybe an eight one, count. It's an eight count. It's, it's an a full on eight count and they're in a wide shot in case anyone like, vine. maybe they put in a double for crew. They can't do a grapevine. I can't, no. we got it. Let's just, I... <laughs> Yes, I don't. I, do, just I'm saying, if this is your first time watching Bake Off, don't don't judge it by that opening. I'm worried that people are not going to watch, <laughs> but I can already tell that this is a super good season. Yeah, but I was worried when I saw that. I was like, oh, I'm going to hate this. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. Everything's yeah. changed. The funny thing is, is they do make it seem like everything's changed because one of the first things they say is 30 something new challenges. And right off the bat, we have the same challenges. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Identical. No, it's, it's like, yeah. oh, Brandy Snaps got it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so signature challenge cake week. What do we got? 
12 mini rolls in two hours. And right away, we have three people doing Black Forest. So there's going to be lots of drama. And then we get to the point where they have to roll. They're like Swiss rolls. And that the the music gets so intense. I have no fingernails left. I watched a couple horror movies last week because I was in the mood. I did not bite my nails as much as I bit them during these two episodes of Bake Off because the music gets so amplified and you feel it in your chest and they're rolling. Is it going to crack? It's going to crack. It's not. Oh, it's so stressful. I and I scream and I'm dog sitting right now and I scared her quite a few times because I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I really I get really into it. But also, this is a tough first challenge. A mini Swiss roll. Yeah. Let's discuss this because we've seen Swiss rolls among Swiss rolls a million times. Yeah. People it's hard always to do. struggle and you're doing baby ones. Mm-hmm. So let's take something that's hard and make it more intricate and more mm-hmm. delicate. It's yeah. Not it good. it doesn't go well for most people. Um the end results just do not look great. No. They all look kind of rough and ready, which is the way that Prue says that something looks like crap. <laughs> But she just goes, looks a little bit rough and ready. Um, No, that was kind of cockney. It looks a little bit rough and ready. Better. Okay. Good job. Lots of dripping of glazes that didn't set, including Christelle, who has her ganache is just dripping down the stool. Like the stool is melting onto the floor. That's when we know. The first, so it's a shallow pan filled with white ganache, filled with white chocolate. For some reason, sitting on a stool with a dish towel or a couple of dish towels on top of the ganache. She'd like shoved the towels. Yeah, I, I don't. You have to throw those away now. You can't clean that. And no, then it's just she's, dripping down she's the like, side. The one thing my mom said was don't be messy. And be it's like the messiest thing. I mean, I wouldn't even yeah. do it. No. And I'm a messy person. <laughs> wow. So uh, I didn't really write down in great detail because we're going to try to get through two episodes today. But the best are Maggie, who is Prue's doppelganger. And when they're talking back and forth to each other, Noel says, it's like a Dickens novel. And he says, I've never felt more like a chimney sweep in my life. And then he like does some cockney He does like a cockney accent as he dances off. Um, I wrote that too. Because they're so proper. Yeah. I love it so much. Gerizino. Is in the top. Christelle, even though she's messy, she's in the top. Yeah. Jurgen. And Jurgen, Paul takes some on a spoon, says, Try this, Jurgen, and makes Jurgen try his own. And you think he's going to be like, Do you taste how bad that is? That's crap. I want you should be tasting your bakes. But instead, Jurgen's like, It tastes fine to me. And Paul's like, like, He says, I would buy that. I would buy that. He makes him taste it to be like, to scare him and then be like, it's actually really good. And he's from the Black Forest, he said. That yeah. was cute. Chiggs is in the top and mm-hmm. Giuseppe, his looks perfect and they call it a triumph. So he's the clear winner. Clearly. Giuseppe's clearly the, the winner top of the, of the top. They're yeah. measured. They're mm-hmm. exactly five inches. It's yeah. phenomenal. The worst in this round, George, whose is a mess, they basically say it's pudding, not cake. And then George. Paul tries to out-Greek him with a Greek saying. That's kind of a diss. That's kind of a diss move. Yeah. Paul, that's a diss move to um, out-Greek him by criticizing him in Greek. 
It's not uh, great. And then Tom is in the bottom. Roshika is at the bottom because hers is rubbery. Mm-hmm. Lizzie, who says something about, well, the caramel is dripping evenly, at least, onto the floor. And um, and then something about giraffes and the sea, sea lions. And I was not following what she was talking about because she's very quirky and has orange hair. So she's at the bottom, too. Yeah. That's all I got. Yep. Technical. Technical. Uh, malt loaf. What is it? And do you want it? No, absolutely not. Are you sure? I, I, I feel like it's like a molasses loaf with fruit. Everything about that sounds horrible. You know I don't like fruit and desserts, at least True. not these kind of fruits. Well, prunes. No. This is like horrible. a regular loaf. This would no, make No, I'm fine with like apple pie or pumpkin cheesecake. If, if you that stay counts ready, as a fruit dessert. You don't have to get ready. Okay. I think malt loaf what, sounds what, like What was that? Wait, what you were just doing? It's Bob the Drag Queen doing Carol Channing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and malted sounds bad to me. I don't know if it's molasses, but it looks kind of thick like a like a gingerbread, like a thick loaf. My mom makes a pumpkin it loaf. It looks like fruitcake or something. Yeah, mm. it seemed a little like that with like candy gingers on top. Um, no. They have two hours to do it. Uh, they say right off the bat that this is like a recipe for 35 and over. Those people are going to know what this is, know how to make it, mm-hmm. and it's from Peru. I called it the old-timers recipe. I don't know. It, it seemed that way because the only person that really knew what it was was Maggie. Yeah, because and, Maggie is Prue. Sorry, and Amanda. And Amanda. But Amanda's not that old. I don't know. No, she's not. Didn't we have a hypothesis that Prue had like a daughter, <laughs> that someone was actually someone's daughter, and then this year they have the same running joke about Paul? But I think Prue and Maggie might be long-lost sisters. Yeah. Twins separated at birth, given up for adoption, and raised two blocks from each other. I could definitely see them doing something together after this. Let's speak. doubles tennis. No, I mean I could see them doing a YouTube or a show or yeah, something. Yeah, that would be a special. I could see because they also seem to get along. They seem yeah. to have similar sentimentalities, um, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. So, um, Lizzie tells a story during the baking of this about. Her being on a runaway ostrich, the ostrich had a bag over its head. <laughs> that can't be correct. I but feel really bad. Was that ostrich in a hostage video? No, um, she said it's because it was crazy. And I'm like, yeah. nothing's going to make you crazier than a why bag on they... your head so you can't see. Also, my... why did they let children near it? I don't understand this story. I, think I need uh, to talk to her parents. <laughs> And the owners of that ostrich farm or petting zoo. Yeah, why do you have just unhinged ostriches roaming right. free that you children can? You ride know what? On? Ostriches are crazy because um, they have some on Alaskan bush people this past year on their farm, and one of them totally attacks Gabe. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but like he could have died. How many shows do you watch? I watch so many shows. Okay, yeah. that's deep television. Yeah. But the thing that concerns me the most about this story is we are in the technical, which is a timed bake. <laughs> you know what I'm about to say, right? Uh, she is always behind and she's just chatting with Noel about her ostrich story. 
And she's not baking or cleaning or doing no. anything. She's, she's literally standing, standing back talking. from her station, telling the story with her hands. And Noel keeps like kind of scooting back and stuff. You can tell that <laughs> Noel's like, I know you need to be working. She seems completely unconcerned. Right. Yeah. With the working. She's here for the people. She yeah, is not. The she baking is, she's is here secondary. To talk to Noel. She's here to make best friends with Noel. And I'm fine with that. I respect that. Also, did I didn't tell you what Lizzie's job was before that she works for a luxury car company. She makes cars. She makes cars. Oh, is that why she made the joke about the factory that she works for? Yeah. Oh, interesting. She does something with luxury cars. Anyways, she just needs to get to work because I can't. Yeah. I can't take it. What I would do during this challenge, if this was me, because I if I didn't know what this was, I would be probably copying maggie's timing exactly on this loaf so yeah. when she because they're not giving him bake times so yeah. when she was putting it in i would make sure that mine was doing the same yeah tom is becoming really difficult for me during this section mm -hmm. why i can't watch tom very well because he's so awkward there's something about tom that like yeah makes me hurt. makes your heart hurt yeah it's like it's a little too sensitive to I I he does do a sad smile thing where he smiles a lot when time. things are going badly and it gets real severe in a second. You can tell that like he's just a little bit out of his depth and I just yeah, want to pluck him is. out. I want to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you don't belong here. And I'm terrified because the Internet is a cruel place. Right. Who did we have the young kid who was so out of his depth? In the, our first season that we covered. Jamie. And, and Jamie. The internet was really mean to Jamie because he just should never have been cast on the show. And Jamie had was a little bit cocky. Tom is the flip-flop opposite. He is. So I don't Jamie. think people are going to be mean to Tom. I really hope not. I, I don't. I want Tom to be okay. That's all I think he'll be fine. Okay. Um, and then George becomes my favorite during this challenge because as they're bringing the bakes up to the table, George just says, I need the toilet. <laughs> He's so yeah. stressed out. Talking about diarrhea is classier if you're British. Uh, it's great. Okay. So we've got Amanda and Chiggs in the bottom yeah. of this episode. It's not great. I'm surprised Amanda didn't do better, to be honest, but Chiggs is severely underbaked and Amanda had like flower pockets in her loaf so that's never gonna work but george is actually third so for all his needing the toilet and being stressed out i feel like he's getting a little bit more of a redemption mm -hmm. from the signature bake and then second is freya you said freya i said freya we still yeah. don't know freya freya yeah mm -hmm. is second and first is maggie who is unbelievably adorable and mm -hmm. is like kind of front runner at this point right yeah absolutely and she's like crying after she wins and saying i'm terribly pleased <laughs> and with the shaking of the hair it's really very british okay did you have anything else for the technical no showstopper yeah we are making anti-gravity illusion cakes oh boy so no pressure we'll be fine and it also has to represent a precious memory they always do that. I feel like this is that thing again where you make the memory fit what cake you can make on this, 100%. right? 100%. There's no also, way. Also, you pick the memory that you are willing to share with international television viewers. There we go. 
That's exactly right. Um, so who needs to have a good day on this showstopper? Going in straight up is Amanda and yeah. Tom and Chiggs. All yeah. three of them pretty much need to knock it out of the park. Uh, I had some issues straight up front because some of these cakes are definitely not anti-gravity. No. And one of them that's praised very highly is very clearly not anti-gravity, and we'll get to it. So, Jurgen, have you read Utopia by Thomas More? No. I don't know. You were an English minor, so I thought maybe you might have. Yeah, I know. He's like, I just read, you know, and and Matt says, oh, light reading. Uh huh. What is it? Is it like an? Is it like one of those books? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the Iliad or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's the first book he read from cover to cover. That's what I thought was interesting. Um, Matt did make me laugh out loud at one point in this when he's talking to Maggie, who's making an ice cream cone shake, which is definitely anti-gravity because it's a skinny little point. Yeah. Top. And -hmm. then she's having a jar of sprinkles. Yeah. Coming down Mm -hmm. onto it. And she says, what's your favorite kind of ice cream to Matt? And mm-hmm. Matt says, oh, a mint chocolate chip. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Would you like eating toothpaste in your ice cream? And Matt goes, oh, controversial. <laughs> hey, stop, stop, stop. See, Ginger also agrees that it's controversial. And I don't know why it made me laugh. It just like kind of came out of nowhere. And I sort of. I saw a meme earlier this year that was like, I don't understand you people that hate mint chocolate chip ice cream. Have you guys actually ever had toothpaste? <laughs> It they tastes, don't. It tastes taste nothing this, like toothpaste. They don't. They both are mint, and that's the whole. That's the whole similarity. They're not the same. It's not the same kind of mint. No. Well, toothpaste. I, I mean, it's. Yeah, there's probably peppermint ice cream and peppermint toothpaste or spearmint, but it doesn't there is. taste there's the same. There's peppermint ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't taste the same. You guys, come mint on. Mint chocolate chip tastes like. That's like saying that those Andes mints candies, you know, the ones that I'm talking about. Right. With the tastes like with toothpaste. The they don't taste yeah, like. Yeah, no, they're delicious. Maybe it tastes like toothpaste over there. Maybe. Oh. Anyways, from the jump, I can tell you when I saw Christelle's, uh, is it Christelle or Christelle? Christelle. Christelle's bouquet. Mm-hmm. I was like, if that turns out well, that's yeah. the best cake. Yeah, because it's, it's such a big top and such mm-hmm. a skinny bottom. It's so top heavy. There's Mark. a joke from Family Guy where he goes, I like my women like I like my dreidels. Top heavy. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. But Noel has a really good joke. She's making this flower bouquet in honor of her auntie and so or her aunt. And so Noel says, oh, so it's an auntie gravity cake. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, and he's like, okay, good night, bye. Good night, everybody. Like, That's exactly how you deliver that joke. You just yep. out. It's exactly mm-hmm. right. Um, this Loved perfect it. wordplay. So let's break down really quick who I thought did not do anti-gravity cakes. Giuseppe. Giuseppe had a Jack and the Beanstalk cake. And the problem with his cake was it was on a dowel. It was on a skinny pole where the beanstalk wound up. And then he had a full platform underneath his cloud cake. So it was not balancing on anything. It was a full platform up there. Right. But I still think it was anti-gravity because because it was so off-center. Remember, Prue said it's so off-center. So it was front-heavy. So it easily could have. I see what they're saying. that the But it still had a full platform base underneath it, which right, I it felt yeah. like was. It, they didn't say you couldn't use supports. 
if you can engineer it, that's just good for you. But when you're looking at a cake like Roshika's, who did a tree with a heavy apple hanging on mm-hmm. one end, that's mm-hmm. anti-gravity cake. Mm-hmm. And her weightiest bit was at that end. Yeah. That it to me was- unfortunately did not look like an apple though. It didn't, but they said it tasted great. And I thought yeah. that that was, if that had been clean, it would yeah. have been such a good anti-gravity yeah. cake. The other person who did not, uh, with the other two people, was Jerzino, mm-hmm. did not finish. I don't even yeah. remember what his was supposed to be. I couldn't tell what it was. What it was, it looked like pieces of prosciutto. I think it was a can to supposed a to wall. be pouring on something. A lot of people did like coffee cups or things pouring onto other yeah. things. I don't. It did not work. It did not look good. It was really, really bad. Um, Tom, I told you he did. He didn't follow the. Well, he didn't. It, it was. It was not ambitious or anti gravity. Do you think that Tom just maybe isn't that there yet? Like maybe Tom needed another couple of years before Bake Off? I think he thought this is what other people were going to be doing. And instead, everyone else had ambitious, like, let's take this to 10 right away, first episode. But that, how would he not know that that was anti-gravity? Because what he did was like a concert hall cake, which is basically a tiered cake that leaned. It's just a tiered cake. It yeah. leaned a teeny bit. Yeah, it was like. It wasn't even a lean compared to what Keith Morrison does every day. It was not even. Yeah. I don't It was like understand. a five degree lean. No. Sorry, Tom, but. He was going to do a cannon on the top and then he kind of couldn't do the cannon. But and I then did he said, like where he said, do you think I can spell sorry in cannonballs? I cried. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry. It was so sad. Baby upset. <laughs> um, Amanda doesn't nail it. But Amanda does have an anti-gravity cake, in my opinion. She did the wave with the dolphins coming out. Mm -hmm. Even though Paul kind of rips her because he says that the Rice Krispie was at the top. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't. She still completed her cake. And a lot of people here do not have complete cakes. That's true. And it was totally decorated. And you could tell what it was. It looked like a wave. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fine. So anyways, um, uh, the really good cakes. I would say Jurgens was amazing. It was a lamp that was tilting over the book. Um, they thought it was beautiful. It had like really delicate, perfect flavors. Jurgen's kind of kicking it out of the park mm-hmm. from the jump. Christelle was my personal favorite. Was the yeah, bouquet. me too. It me was. Too. Uh-huh. Yay! Didn't yeah. it look gorgeous? It was so pretty. Yeah, and it was literally like shaped like an ice cream cone, just to standing up straight. I don't know how she did it. It looks incredible. Yeah. It was so well done, like wrapped in paper. It was beautiful. Yeah. And also, uh, Freya did flower cake, but I just thought Christelle's was much better. Yeah. So then we have our top and bottoms of the week. Katie, you have the pleasurable task of announcing Star Baker. Oh, okay. It's Jurgen. Yeah, Jurgen. I kind of thought it was going to be Giuseppe because he so killed the first challenge. But they loved the Black Forest, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jurgen did really well. Very strong. Now, Jurgen, as is tradition, calls his family to tell them the good news. And we see something we've never seen on Bake Off. And when I dial the telephone, <laughs> nobody's home. Nobody answers. They always have the ki- their person's really excited and they're calling their family. I got Star Baker. I got Star Baker. And he's just, he's just ringing and ringing. All by myself. <laughs> It was so sad. I can't. 
which was followed up by the by the second saddest <laughs> thing that actually made me cry, which um, was our first the- person sent home. Tom. And right when they say Tom, he takes it so well. He goes, that's fair. Absolutely. I agree. That's, yep. That makes sense. Sure. It made everything in me to just crumble to dust. <laughs> because he's like doing that smile, but you can tell he's trying really hard not to cry. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And I'm yeah. like, no, it's totally not okay, Tom. Oh. And we know it's not okay, but just, you're going to be fine. What's rough is the first baker to go home really does not make an imprint on the show and by the finales of the season you cannot even remember who the first people sent home are that's what i'm gonna remember this one you'll remember tom yeah i'll remember yeah and actually i remember dan from a couple seasons ago because i got his name tattooed on my heart and it said hashtag dan deserved better well that was weird dan going home was weird remember that's what set last season off to a weird start with us and we felt like it was weird the whole time because why did dan go home because of jamie jamie stayed and dan went home i think this was two seasons ago though and it was jamie so cringe that he stayed and didn't go home and dan that's why dan deserved better and all of europe revolted that was the third world war is when Jamie didn't go home and Dan went home. Yeah, it was a it's big It's not in the history books yet, so you can't fact check me on it. I'm just going to say, everyone, if you see people being mean about Tom on the internet, no. defend him. Yes, of he's course. He's fine. All right, he episode- says, I'm going to miss hanging out with everybody. And Amanda says he's the nicest person ever. So she's going to miss him. Does he get to stay in the bubble for a little bit longer? He does, right? Maybe. I don't hmm. know. Hmm. I don't know how the bubble works. We'll see. Episode two, Biscuit Week. Yay! Okay. Episode two is Biscuit Week. And the opening is Matt and Noel are biscuits. And Paul eats them. Much better. Much Much better. Much better. Keep it simple. They're biscuits. That works. Paul eats them. It's perfect. Uh, Signature bake. Uh, Just want to say Noel looks amazing. He has so much eyeliner on. And he still has that crazy facial hair that I would normally hate on a Dateline person. But I love it on Noel. Do you like the ponytail? I like the ponytail. I thought it was cute. It was a mid-head yeah. pony, and I was mm-hmm. like, I bet Kimberly's going to be okay with that. Yeah. I thought it looked really good. Okay. Yeah. If he wore had a man bun, I would die. I would die. I love a man bun. I don't know what my problem is. I so, don't either, because you hate I know. Pony. Like, it's I know, very really. strange. All right. So, Signature Bake is 24 brandy snaps, and they must be coated, dipped, or filled, and have a lot of snap. Snap is the most important part. So we learned that Lizzie did not do any practicing because she's quirky and she was watching Harry Potter. <laughs> and I need to know which one it was before I decide if I respect her decision or not. Well, why don't you just put it in? And also, why can't you do both at the same yeah, time? Yeah, why can't you do both? Baking requires a lot of waiting by the oven. So yeah. I feel like you can do both. And I think that people are going to start to get annoyed because you were given this opportunity so when you're not putting your all in, right, when everyone true. else is giving a thousand percent, it really yeah. doesn't look great, Lizzie. No, I see your point. I mean, thousands and thousands of people tried to get on the show. Yeah, I yeah. see your point. Uh, Maggie says to her biscuits as she's putting them in the oven, have fun in there. I love when they talk to their I bakes. I that. Oh, my gosh. That's Normally hilarious. they're like, pop off. There you go. Make me proud. But she's like, have fun in there, kids. I know. Really cute. 
they have to take out the lacy, like the lacy snaps out when they're really hot and mold them and, and they're like burning or, their fingers. Yeah, and it's very uh, stressful. Every time with the brandy snaps. Yeah. Um, and they had some good banter, Matt and Noel, when they were doing their time clocks. Matt mm-hmm. says, Bakers, you have one hour left. And Noel says, T-. And then he says, I don't think that was divided up fairly, do you? <laughs> and then they do bakers you have half an hour and then noel goes half an hour half an hour and they do it like they're a, like a choir it was very cute. funny uh best is rashika and her little ice cream cones good girl i thought they looked so cute very cute christelle did really well yeah. lizzie had good flavors even though she, again she's quirky and she keeps talking about how it's supposed to be like fast food themed and she uses the word congealed and they thought that was nasty. Because it's McDonald's apple pie theme. Yeah, is what she's trying not to say. She just keeps going, it's a very popular fast food apple pie that I'm trying to go for and it burns your tongue and it's congealed. I was going for this congealed texture. And then afterwards, she's like, I need a dictionary. What do I need? The words, the vocabulary, thesaurus. I need a thesaurus. Uh, Giuseppe does well Jurgen has great snap And great spiced chai flavor And so Matt Gives him a handshake and says It means nothing coming from me And Jurgen says it means a lot to me And it was very cute Which is like the cutest Yeah. Th- see that's what I think Okay he may not understand what Matt and Noel Represent right. Yeah. But he still like really respects them And their yeah. opinion which is just the sweet yeah. It's too sweet for me. It's so adorable. Uh, George's flavors are original and sensational, but it looks messy because he's a hot mess. Uh-huh. Freya, uh, too much coffee, but good. Amanda, falling apart, but delicious. She's oh, just Did you write messy. down every single person? Um, oh, okay. Chig's pretty good. Um, the worst, Jarzino and Maggie. Jarzino yeah. just, it was not, well, it was just bad. I just, it was all over the place bad. He's in trouble. Yeah, and then Maggie, who is fallen yeah. from grace and was our shining star last week, flavors were good, but they're soggy. Now, I felt like she's going to be fine because they love her. She just needs to pick it up for the rest of the week. Prue is really rooting for her. Yes. You can tell. They're, they're doppelgangers, and even we didn't mention it, but in the last episode, Paul walks up and puts Prue's glasses oh, yeah. on her face just to see how much they look alike. Um, technical. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you get away with not talking about the cappuccino. Okay. The cappuccino. They point to it. Well, she says cappuccino. Many well, times. She, she doesn't. Yeah. She says cappuccino. That's all. <laughs> okay. I'm also not going to let you get away with not talking about Jurgen's eyebrows, which are full <laughs> soggy sea captain. They are wild. They are caterpillars. They are their own personality and they need an Instagram page. Well, I'm just so shocked by how much hair we have this season. They're like curling up he needs to the those, sky. Uh, he needs they need to make eyebrow nets like they make beard nets and hair nets for cooking. He should have eyebrow nets. They I are didn't notice, but now glorious. I'm look for it. You're not prepared. Go back and look at the signature. <laughs> but didn't sh- you feel shocking. like there's a lot of hair this season? And no, of course they don't wear hair nets because it's TV and they don't want you to have them looking wearing hair nets but how is there not hair in all of these bakes i'm sure they all the women have their hair down they're eating a bite i'm sure there's hair all over those bakes (laughs) all over the place um 
I have hair in my bakes. Actually, I don't. But I always wear my hair up. Yeah, so exactly. I think if your hair is up, you're okay. The people with hair down, I don't know what's going on with you guys. So technical is what? It's a Paul. It's a Paul challenge, and it is a sandwich jammy biscuit. And they need yeah. 12 of them. Yeah. And they're really And that's like a legendary British cookie. Yeah. It's, uh, my mom buys those all the time. They're these oh. crimped little shortbread cookies that are a sandwich. So you have to make a top and a bottom. The mm -hmm. top has like a crimping pattern in it, which means you're using a cookie cutter to do it. Um, of course, it's a bazillion. It's really difficult because it's a bazillion degrees outside. They're made of butter. There's a jam layer, a buttercream layer, and then they have to punch a little tiny heart in the middle of the dough, which is mm -hmm. really hard to do when you have a super buttery dough and it's a bazillion mm -hmm. degrees outside. Yeah. So this is basically a comedy of errors with like, or a Benny Hill sketch, mm -hmm. with people like <laughs> running back and forth to the freezers mm -hmm. to keep putting their dough in yeah. the freezers to get them to chill, to be able to cut them. It's a mess. Um, so Jurgen does the smartest thing, which is he says that I feel like because Paul says, read every word carefully. And Jurgen, that's not exactly what he says. Do you know what he says? It's something like that. Yeah, he said timing is everything or be very detail oriented. I can't remember. Something it's, generic. They say it's all something the time. about every word. Yeah. Because then Jurgen does the smart thing and focuses on the order of ingredients. Because he thinks that's the way it's going to make, like, the mm. cookies the best. is focus on how they're listed tells you how to make the cookies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, that's very smart. Um, there are a lot of elements to these, though. So you kind of have to be able to do everything well. And they don't tell you how to make a jam. You got to make a jam and a buttercream from scratch. They don't even tell you how to make the dough. It's like, make a biscuit dough. Mm -hmm. Good luck. I... I was again shocked at how messy Christelle is. <laughs> is she the messiest we've had? No, I don't even think it's that bad. It's pretty bad. I feel it's... like they're all messy, but they did make a point to point out how messy she is. So she's she's pretty. It's lots on the floor. Yeah, lots on the floor. It's messy. The cutest moment I thought was Noel is saying something about the biscuits about that they're. They're a tender biscuit. They're tender and they're sensitive. And they're. <laughs> and then he's, he's talking to George. And George's like, yeah, like me. Because George <laughs> is a super tender, sensitive biscuit. He's really, again, high strung. And so he's very concerned all the time, just very aware of what's happening around him. I'm worried about his blood pressure. But it's a very <laughs> sweet moment between him and Noel. Noel says about the biscuits there something about Paul's bottom and then oh, he's yeah, talking yeah. to Maggie and Maggie's like what are you talking about he goes I've seen Paul's bottom it's like two beige moons dancing in the sky and then Maggie says I'm too old for this and then she goes although the thought is rather nice I think she's trying to play along but I think yeah. she hates it I don't know I feel like she's really has a good sense of humor yeah, I hope so. There's another joke later where Matt makes a joke and um who's I think it's Christelle. They should they zoom in on Christelle and she's like looks appalled. <laughs> some of the raunchy humor they kind of yeah. some of the bakers can't. Noel handle says it. to um Jarzino, he goes, I bet you're thinking if I knock this tent down and put push Giuseppe over, I'll be known as the most disruptive baker ever. 
I love that. And he does it to in someone in the first episode. He's like, who do you want to get rid of? Uh, Freya? Oh, that's harsh. Like, he just answers, <laughs> who do you hate the most? Freya? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you said that. Noel is just causing problems. He's just it's totally really pushing good. all their buttons. Yeah, good it's amazing. Good for him. I'm, but I'm he also has him. these pure moments, like where he's talking to Giuseppe, and Giuseppe's like, my, my sons don't know that I'm here. And he's like, when are you going to tell them? He said, I'm hoping to wait until this, it's on TV. And I can be like, who is on TV? And Noel's like, I wish I could be there for that. That seems amazing. Because Noel is like a pure goth, like one of the most pure hearted goth people yeah. ever. It's amazing. It's very sweet. I hope he's able to keep it a secret. I hope they I film it. Yeah. I hope oh, Giuseppe films it. Yeah. Please film it. So our bottoms in this episode are Rashika, Christelle, and then our top three are number three is Freya, number two is Giuseppe, and number one, Jurgen. Jurgen again. Jurgen and, and Giuseppe are right up there. But then Giuseppe starts calling Jurgen the uh, baking terminator. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to catch him. I don't think I'm going to catch the baking terminator. I'm happy to be in second place all the time to him. It's really, it, I, does I was not expecting. love to cook? I don't know. In the first episode, I was, I would never have been like, oh, he's going to be amazing. And he's just crushing it. I honestly wouldn't think that Freya was going to be amazing either. I know, but the young people usually are like prodigies. It's not that. It's that she's also cooking vegan, which is shocking to me. Mm, but vegan cooking can be really amazing. But not for every single thing. So let's see as we get further in. Yeah. Sometimes it gets harder mm-hmm. for certain things. And especially, yeah. I don't know what she's using in place of butter. Um, you can use applesauce or bananas or... Um, so she's not cooking vegan what, on the like technicals. Oils. She's not using it on the technicals. No, I would guess she's using what they supply her with. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, so it's still impressive that she's top three in this. This is yeah. but Maggie is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Maggie basically needs to kill it going into the showstopper. And as we go into the showstopper, I would say it's Maggie and Roshika need to do well. Period. Yeah. Uh and kind of Jarzino. Jarzino too. Yeah. yeah. He needs to do well. So our showstopper challenge is a 3D biscuit model of a childhood toy that has to have an interactive element. Right. Yeah. So super easy. No problem. I was thinking like, what would I do? Hungry, hungry hippos? I can't remember what I played with. No, you do something that you could make. Yeah, you do something that you can make. Yeah. Right. A Chinese checker set. Something like that. Uh, That's why Giuseppe does the best one. Yeah. So I can tell you straight off the bat, Giuseppe's game board was an excellent idea. The minute I saw it, I was like, yes, because you can complete it. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. And it's a game you can play. Mm-hmm. It's very, very smart to do a game board. So mm-hmm. good job. Uh, Paul actually says right off the bat that you kind of need to be an engineer to do this. So we mm-hmm. all know Giuseppe's going to do well because we know mm-hmm. that Giuseppe's an engineer. And by this time, we also know that Jurgen is a physicist. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, those are going to be two people that do really well. But Actually, a lot of people do pretty decent in this challenge, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, George. George, off the bat, is so worried because he's doing something with a motor inside. He's doing an airplane, and it's supposed to spin around. And I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a really cool idea. Um, 
But I got really, really nervous because during the challenge, he puts it up on the wire that it's going to be spinning on and he's trying to paint it while it's dangling. Yeah. Why? And he was having that thing go way too fast. I thought it was just going to fly off, hit someone in the head. My God. Make it go slow. Just make it easier on yourself. Some of these people are making it harder. And one person that really makes it harder is Amanda. Amanda killed me. Amanda killed me because she, everyone's using gingerbread because it's so much easier to use those stodgier, heavier cookies or biscuits to do this challenge. We've seen it year after year. For some reason, Amanda goes for a sugar cookie, which is, she's building a giant rocking horse, which is not going to work. I don't know why she's doing I don't know why she did that to try to make it harder for herself or maybe to try to stand out, like to take a big risk. It's too big of a risk. Well, There's a reason she, no one uses that kind of cookie. What's weird is that she said she'd, she'd made it successfully. Yeah, I don't buy that. Maybe it wasn't so hot as it was in the tent. It's always the hottest day of the year every day in and the tent. And you have 12 ovens. Yeah. There's just no way. It's a terrible idea. Uh, I, I don't know. Um... I had a problem with a few of them. Uh, Maggie's does not do as well as she needs to do in this challenge. Maggie does a beach play set. It was really simple. Yeah. She needed to do more. I think she could do more as well. And she also needed it to taste perfect, and it didn't. Yeah. And I was really, really worried about Maggie. And then at the minute we see um, Jarzino's, it's sort of like, okay. Because he had decided to do this big sailing ship that was supposed to light up and have sails. And you can tell like pretty quick that it's too many elements and it's mm-hmm. not going to work. And he has to he has to basically knock it out of the park too. And he yeah. doesn't. So I think it's pretty clear that he's probably going home. That's what I thought. Anyways, I didn't think they were going to send Maggie. Maggie almost got Starbaker last time. They're not sending her home. I was worried more about Amanda because Amanda's was destroyed like into a million pieces her rocking horse it was it was it did not it didn't it it didn't even stand up it broke the whole time and then even freya comes over and helps her for it looks like a long time was helping her trying to glue it back together because also how bad would you feel if you're freya and your rocking horse is gorgeous so they had like competing rocking horses and yours is perfect yeah it was perfect. It was perfectly yeah. decorated. It was beautiful. Um, I don't know. They said it didn't taste great. The flavors were a problem. I think that we might see a trend with that with her. Mm. I think her decorations are going to be really good because even from the jump, she has like really good displays and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's very artistic. Mm-hmm. But she has to hone those flavors because that's yeah. going to get her because that yeah. will send you home. Yeah, like, absolutely. You, especially as it gets further on. Um I I felt like of my favorites, I think Chiggs was probably my favorite. He did what's called a snooker table, which is like yeah, a that billiards was my favorite table. Too. Yeah. Was that was your favorite? Adorable. Yeah, it was great. The pool table. Yeah. I thought it was so good. So cute. I, but I also really liked um, Christelle's um, makeup table set with the little lipsticks and the little earrings. So yeah. good. Yeah, right? Very cute. With over 50 parts. Yeah, it was really cute. And she finished it. Yeah. 
And the drawer fully opened. I know. It was really cool. It opened better than some of my drawers that aren't made of cookie. <laughs> 100% mine too I have worse drawers yeah, yeah I was shocked Um, and Roshika's pinball game so smart so cute yeah I just didn't like the colors on it I, I don't know why it was yellow and orange because I think it was lemon flavor or something but no pinball machine is yellow and orange yeah you kind of want it to be Brady Bunch bright. themed pinball machine or something yeah you want it to be like primary colors right yeah like yeah mm -hmm. I know Um, but I did think it but she executed it and she yeah, needed absolutely. to finish mm-hmm it was good. So did you have anything else from our showstopper? Um, well, Matt says, you are halfway through. And Noel oh, yeah, says, it's actually pronounced through. And um, I've meaning, been meaning to tell you, you've been pronouncing her name wrong. It's actually Prug. And he's like, okay. I thought that was kind of fun. Very funny. And then Noel says, this looks like a mirror. Um about Christelle's mirror. This looks like a mirror that's, I fell into a mirror and that's how I wound up in this tent. And at the end of tonight, I'm going to fall back into this mirror and um, be back home again. And she says, that sounds like a movie. And he says, yes, or like an aha video. <laughs> <laughs> it does Take sound like on me. Yeah, oh, that was that's very perfect. Funny. Also, yeah. the they shoot horses, don't they? Reference. <laughs> yes, that was funny. Oh, no. That was amazing. What do they do with a horse with broken leg? Shoot, shoot it. <laughs> very sad. It's very true. Yeah. Um, that horse looked like it had been shot. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, so they're deliberating, and Matt basically <gasps> implies- This is the moment. Yes, yes. Go, go. He's like, so, Paul, um, you've spent a lot of time in Greece, and you're about- you know, uh, 25 years older than uh, George, uh, and you love the ladies, is there? And, and, and Paul, like, does not think it's funny at all. He's at like- all. And, and then they're like, Matt, you should stop talking. He's like, yeah, I'm done talking now. Basically implying that Matt, or that Paul Hollywood fathered a child in Greece, and that that child is George. I don't know why Paul couldn't have played along with that joke. I yeah, he it was did funny. not think that because I bet he has secretly fathered many children. Many. He's a hound dog and a cheater. We Is all he know. A hound it. dog and a cheater. Yes. I don't read the tabloids. I don't yes. know about Paul Hollywood. Yes. That's why you didn't think it was funny. But I was also very happy with Matt because I feel like Matt's getting weird, and I'm I'm mm -hmm. happy about it. Yeah. I think it's going to serve him well. Yeah, I was very. And also, then he says that he gets to announce the smartest cookie this this <laughs> episode, funny. and then points to it, and I was yeah. thrilled. So, who is it? Who's our smartest cookie this episode? Jurgen, the baking Terminator, and. More exciting, someone finally answers the phone when he calls to tell them that he got Star Baker. <laughs> Thank God. Who? Thank God. I don't who know who that? it was. It's Maybe like a man and then a woman comes on. She's like, Jurgen, is it true? I got Star Baker. It's really funny. It's very cute. Happy for him. And Giuseppe is just tickled that he is in this competition for second place. It's pretty funny. Um... You now have the gut-wrenching task of telling us who's going home. It's Jersey, no. Yeah. And I was getting worried for Maggie and for Amanda. Amanda, I would have understood, but Maggie had such a strong week last week that I would have been heartbroken. And she's crying a lot. And it broke my heart. Um, But we've seen this before where, like, biscuits are just not someone's thing. Yeah, that's we've true. We've seen it with bread week a lot. 
Yeah. And I think bread is next week. Mm-hmm. Maggie yeah. needs to do well. Yeah. She's like, I will. watch the show and I wonder why are people crying? It's just cake. What are you doing? And yeah, now she's crying. It's very sad. I'm worried about it. Uh, so let's go ahead. Predictions, please. Oh, no. Next week, predictions, I think. Who are it's our clear soon. front? Who are our clear front runners? Jurgen and Giuseppe and Jurgen. And I would say Freya. And I would say Christelle. Okay. I think the four of them are very strong front runners. I think yeah. our most troublesome are definitely Amanda. Yeah, Amanda's not long for this. I almost said I would world, say Rochica, and, and I would say probably Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. Bread Week tells a lot, though, because remember, like, I can see Roshika coming in and just being amazing at bread. Because sometimes it, that's somebody's forte. And so they're yeah. just trying to get through the sweets to get to mm-hmm. the savories because yeah. they're so good at it. So you really need to pay attention to who's got their flavors down. Because yeah. that's what counts in Bread Week. Because they yeah. want that, like, perfect bake and then that perfect and weird, subtle flavors. Like, oh, I can really taste the thyme. You know, stuff like that where you're yeah. like, oh, brother. Yeah. The hint of. There's a, just a hint of rose, not too much. You almost can't taste it. That's your You told they me that, that it's that in there Jorgen. and it's just oh enough, goodness. but I might not have noticed if you hadn't told me it was in there. That's the perfect amount. Because that's the thing is that Jurgen is also killing it on flavors. Yeah. He's just, he's across the board right now. Um, yeah. Unless they, he, they might have to maim him. Yeah. That someone might actually try to. They might have him. to Nancy Kerrigan him. Yeah. Oh, I left my oven door open. He falls over it. I don't know. <laughs> Accidentally take his cake from the freezer. I don't know. I don't. I'm not yeah. recommending people do this. I'm just yeah. saying. No, you might have to sabotage. He is that clearer of a front runner that. Yeah. You might have to consider some yeah. other alternatives. But next week we will ask people what their favorites are. So we'll be asking you to tell us on social media who your top three are and who of that do you think will be the winner. And we'll get Jake's predictions too next week. Yes, we will. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you. And sorry we're late on this first episode. We'll be on our regular schedule after this week. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for asking. And we're happy to do it. And thank you. Absolutely. It was nice to hear from you guys. It was. It's nice to be back in the tent. Yeah. On your mark. Get set. A day with with a bake. bake.